Creative Brain Candy by Creators for Creators. Hello, I'm James Halliday. If you're watching this, I'm dead. Before I died, I created what we in the biz call an Easter egg, a hidden object in a game that gives special powers to whoever discovers it. The first person to find the egg I've hidden somewhere inside the Oasis will inherit my stock in gregarious games currently valued in excess of half a million dollars. Uh, half a trillion dollars worth and total control of the oasis itself in the form of my avatar Anorak the all-knowing I created three keys three hidden challenges test for worthy traits revealing three hidden keys to three magic gates and those with the skill to survive these straits will reach the end where the prize awaits. Off you go, keys. The keys aren't just laying around under a rock somewhere. I suppose you could say they're invisible, hidden in a dark room that's at the center of a maze that's located somewhere. Up here. Let the hunt for Halliday's Easter egg begin. Welcome to Smoking and Drinking in Space. This is a sci-fi podcast from a couple guys who think they know sci-fi. And this week we review the film that was made after nostalgia and pop culture both puked into a bucket during a bender. It's 2018's Ready Player One. But first, he's the most awesome 11-year-old on the planet to my samurai-obsessed Mortal Kombat fan. It's James. How are you doing, James? I'm not sure where you're going with these in the beginning anymore. Uh, and so I'll... Try not to judge you until I hear what you say about Slappy. <laughs> and he's the guy who likes skulls so much he's modeled his avatar after them. It's Rob. How are you doing, Rob? Dude, the extra holes, you don't want to know what those extra holes are for. You're right, I don't. So please don't explain. Um, poor, yeah, I said no, no. Porn stash. Yeah, yeah. Oh, God damn. James, what's happening around CBC this week? Uh, what's happening around CBC this week? Uh, same as every week, um, Jason, there's not really anything really new that we're going to talk about yet. I don't know. There might be here in a little bit. There might be, there might not be, I don't know. Stay tuned, creativebraincandy.com and just kind of check out, or you can just keep listening to this show, uh, or simply Stogie, simply Stogie's a uh, the, the 50th uh, show for simply Stogie's is out. Congratulations to me, uh, making 50 shows. Uh, there's, there's a couple of new, uh, uh, reviews out there on the website, simply if you are so inclined to check out, uh, you know, hobby that is cigars uh, and other CBC news, um, Rob has, has no dick and Logan from Spoiler They Die is a dick. So there you go. There's your dick related news uh, uh, that has to do with CBC. All right. You got to have you know, that, that dick related news. For that, you're not getting any Olivia Cook 
pictures today. Fuck you. <laughs> Rob, you got any news for us this week? Wait, who's did, Olivia Cook? She, she was, played uh, Artemis. Artemis, yeah. All right. Well, um, no, no. Also no. known as Samantha. Yeah, not. She's not hot. Sam. Not hot. It's one of my complaints Sam. with this movie. She's not hot enough. Rob, news. Um, news. Oh, fine. Uh, there's uh, reports out there that uh, Henry Cavill wants $10 million to join uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe. We'll pay him. Right. Yeah, no shit. Let's make this happen. Since uh, since apparently he's ousted as uh, Superman. Well, that may something. not be yeah, that exactly, might not be. exactly yeah. true. Yeah. How, how so? Yeah. I haven't been following this, so. What do you mean, how so? Well, I mean, what what what's the current news on him being Superman? I heard he was out. I heard he's in. What? Yeah, the, I, look, I, I don't. That's how the rumor mill. That's, that's, goes. that's how the right. It's a rumor mill. It just kind of churns. Nobody knows what the truth is because you know what? You can't handle the truth, Jason. You can't. So, in other you words, can't. you have no idea. Fuck! I, look, is my last name Cavill or Roar, Brothers, as in Warner Brothers? It, no, the answer is no. That's not my last name. I don't fucking know. All I could do is read the clickbait fucking news articles like Rob does when he's on the shitter. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. It's the only way to get the good news. So what are they going to put them in in the Marvel universe? I don't know. Well, I that I anything. do know. Captain Britain. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, there's some fan art out there uh, imagining him as Captain Britain. Yeah. That's actually, that's actually real. Like if he joins the Marvel universe, that's who he'll join as. You think? You think they'll bring yes. in Captain Britain? Well, yeah. I mean, wasn't, this point, I mean, wasn't Captain like Britain just, a mutant? I don't. Uh, it doesn't matter at this point. Like they're just really they're, they're, trying they're running out of characters to fucking bring in the movies. I mean, we have a fucking talking raccoon at this point in the Marvel universe. Well, yeah, I'm not but complaining. At this point, he's been there for a while. Yeah, right. But I, I'm not plus complaining. the talking tree. But we also have Ant Man. I mean, we're really scraping Who's not the an ant bottom of the fucking barrel here. When no, they were to- scraping the bottom of the barrel to begin with because they didn't have any rights to their more popular franchises because they had sold them all to Fox and Sony. Right. But mm-hmm. what they had done with their bottom of the barrel, I mean, if Iron Man's bottom of the barrel, I, I, I don't know about that. Uh, uh, the Avengers, uh, I mean, the Avengers were somewhat popular, but they've never been a, as popular as like the X-Men or the Spider-Man franchises. Well, I mean, but... Marvel's not Sony, and Sony ruined all of those franchises. No, I understand. They 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 took the franchises that they had available, and they made them really good and really compelling, and they brought their popularity okay. Can up. You, do you think they could do that with Captain Britain? Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I, do. I don't think. I okay. Well, you they have could. more faith in because Feige than because I do. that would be that would be a gateway into more more uh, right. more all mutants right. in the gonna, MCU. Mm-hmm. All yeah, hail Feige. Shut up, Rob. Moving on. Uh, some more MCU news. Um, She-Hulk and Moon Knight uh, will start filming in a few weeks. Who's playing um, She-Hulk? I forget. Uh, Tan, Tans. Um, oh, River Tam? No, River Tam. Uh, no, it is. Uh, oh, my gosh. I'm Tansla Mori or something. Tanila. I don't why don't you find a link and send it to me when the when the adults are having conversations later? Hold on. Uh, <laughs> I didn't mean right now. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, wow. 
Wow. wow. Did you did you type her name in your deep fake yeah, the, porn the, server or are the, you like no the problem is oh uh, uh, Tatiana Maslan, uh, Maslani Maslani I, I said send me a link I'm not gonna be able to spell that I can barely spell my last name um, she was in Orange Is the New Black I had a whole thing uh, well you're right you don't listen to anything I say I was gonna say we had a whole uh, thing about it wait she's She Hulk yep I'm out. Why? She-Hulk is supposed to be a super hot model. And not lawyer. She's not when don't forget she's, she's not, also an attorney. Yeah, I don't care about the brains part of it. not Hulk. <laughs> I don't care about that. that. She's not. I'm sorry. That's not. She is not a super hot model. She is. She's a handsome woman for sure. Uh, just not my, like, I, that's not what I think of when I think of She-Hulk. You know what's kind of interesting? If though. I'm going to fap it. To oh someone God. who is completely green, that ain't it. Well, what's kind of in? Uh, okay, so Mark Ruffalo's coming back <laughs> for this. Well, that um, makes sense. I mean, he's the yeah. Hulk, right? Right. Yeah. So he's going to have some uh, things, and then there's also um, uh, Tim Roth has been casted. Oh, they're bringing uh, him back. I hated that yep. fucking character. Yeah, he's coming back as the Abomination. Oh, I hated Why that fucking you? character. I love Tim Roth. Don't get me wrong. I hated the abomination. Well, maybe, hopefully they'll retcon him or redo him a little bit. Who knows? I, I, I'm okay with it. I didn't think that Hulk movie was that bad. Nah, I did. I did. I just, uh, why? Why? Why did you think it was? I didn't think it was that bad. You know what? That's a that's a different. That's show a whole time. different conversation. Yeah. 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 Right. What else you got, Rob? Hold on. I'm finishing <sighs> off my fudge round. God oh damn my it. God, what a fucking. Well, you guys told me, um, you know, I needed to look some stuff while you kept talking. So I thought I had some time. Anyway. Consummate right. professional. Yep. Uh, absolutely. In 2013, a uh, cataclysmic. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> Words are hard. Words yeah, are hard. Cataclysmic. Try again. Cataclysmic meteor, the size of a six story building, broke out. Uh, broke apart over Russia. Uh, that blast was stronger than a nuclear explosion. Fast forward to 2068. Astronomers believe that a uh, god of chaos asteroid will probably slam into the Earth. Um, so what are they doing? They are uh, putting an arc on the moon. Wait, wait, wait. First, what the fuck is a god of chaos asteroid? <laughs> I don't know. That's what they called it. Potentially hazardous God of Chaos asteroid. I don't. Where did you get this fucking article? Popular mechanics. Oh, God damn. Yeah. Talk about fucking clickbait. What's wrong with popular mechanics? Have you seen some of their fucking articles lately? No, I don't. No, no, I don't. But hold on. So this is, this is, I mean, it's kind of interesting. They're talking about creating the Noah's Ark on the moon. Um, But Instead of like, you know, two yeah, of every animal. Yeah, I, I saw some yeah. of this, yeah. Cryogenically frozen reproductive cells are going to be up there. Uh, they're planning on 6.7 million species. Yeah, they want to um, send a bunch of eggs and sperm up to the yep. moon. Yep. Yeah, yep. not not. But Rob's. if We've there's already, a cataclysmic, yeah. cataclysmic event that... Jesus, you know, stop reading Rob's dictionary. I, yeah, I need to... He's He's... 
in my head now. I need to fucking purge my brain with bleach. All right, look, but no, if there's a if there's a cataclysmic event that fucking wipes out humanity, there's nobody up there that's going to be able to fucking combine the sperm and egg to bring life back to well, Earth. This always, is fucking I stupid. Mean, it's not like Shibraba. it's going to show up at the last second. They're right, going to see it coming. Yeah. So right, then here's they'll the- they'll send um they'll send somebody up there. You know, maybe. Who knows? Maybe look, Sam. Here's a little research on the fly, which is more research uh, than what uh, Slappy did for this article. Uh, so this asteroid that is supposedly going to slam into us uh, in 2068, is that what you said, Rob? Which, by That's the way, what be, the article says. I'll be dead and gone. I will not live to see 92, so I'm okay with that. Uh, telescopes uh, looked uh, last weekend, March 5th, as this asteroid flew by. Uh, the Earth, and so the question is, what happens the next time it flies by the Earth, uh, which will be apparently, uh, as I'm just skimming the article again, reading more than what Skippy did. Dude, I'm uh, all the way down to the bottom of my April thirteenth, twenty twenty nine, where it could come within nineteen thousand four hundred miles of Earth uh, in in twenty twenty nine. And this is that god of chaos. Like, I, there's nothing in this article from Forbes which I would trust more than apparently popular mechanics uh, that says anything about 2068 uh, and it slamming into the earth. But this is the God of chaos asteroid. So I'm where, where I first of all question a God, of, somebody naming it a God of chaos asteroid. It's called, it's called Apophis. If I'm, if my Greek is any good, which is probably not. So it might be Apophis. Uh, but it's uh, asteroid Apophis, huge god of chaos rock. Uh, is came flew by uh, March fifth of this year. It was discovered in two thousand four. Uh, is an Aten asteroid about uh, twelve hundred feet wide that orbits the sun every three hundred and twenty four days and comes close to Earth every decade or so. Okay, twelve hundred feet wide. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Is that all you got, Rob? Yeah. Who's ready for yeah. a pod crawl? Okay. <laughs> Let's do Are this. Are you eating a fucking fudge round? <laughs> no. God damn it. Let's do this. We can call it, I don't know, say a pod crawl. The pod crawl. Pod crawl. Pod crawl. Pod crawl. Excellent. Insert it deep. Pod crawl. Kind of like a space suppository full of information. Enter a time where trailer parks rise to the sky like embers from a meth lab, and everyone is jacked into the internet matrix style to play second life. There's a contest going on, activated by the creator of the Oasis, Halliday. If you find the keys three, super rich will you be, or some shit like that. Basically, if you devote your life to being his biographer and figure out his obscure pop culture reference clues, you too can be a multi-billionaire tech magnate. Wade Watts is just such scavenger hunter, along with his best friend and cyborg orc enthusiast, H. Wade lives in a van, presumably down by the river, but the river is overrun with junk. This is his man cave, complete with full immersion treadmill and complimentary hepatitis. The first key is hidden at the finish line of an impossible race full of Jurassic Park and King Kong references as the racers rip through the streets of New York City. After saving Artemis, the first girl who ever talked to him from becoming a human banana, Wade, as Parsifal, heads back to H's place to recap. However, his aunt in the real world wants to know why he has been digging in her underwear drawer, and he has to beat feet back home to return her gloves. When he arrives, he gets smacked around by Aunt High Rise Jean's boyfriend, who blames Wade for making him suck at gaming. 
Later, Wade heads to the Halliday Museum of Natural Narcissism to comb through Halliday's life once again and try and glean a clue as to how to get the first key. As Halliday is pining for the good old days and wants to race backwards, it hits Wade that maybe in order to move forward, he has to go backward. Feeling on top of the world for figuring out a clue that a brain-dead doorknob could have figured out, during the next race he shifts his DeLorean into reverse and cruises underneath the track like a dirty hacksaw. With one key down and two to go, he decides to celebrate with Artemis and heads to the discotheque for some BGs and a firefight. It seems that IOI is not too happy he's finding the keys and spoiling their plans to make the Oasis like the current day web pages where all you see are advertisements everywhere, all day, all the time, popping up like herpes to ruin your day when you just want to read a fucking article that turns out to be a fucking advertisement itself. Sorry, where was I? Oh yeah, Parsifal and Artemis escape, but Artemis says that she can't see him anymore because she's super serial about winning and he's getting in the way. Oh, and he said his real name, so now IOI knows who he is in real life. The head of IOI's douche division, Sorrento, invites Wade to chat about his future, offers him an obscene amount of money to help him get the Easter egg, but Wade says no, I'm washing my hair that day. So Sorrento does the next best thing, he tries to blow Wade up not knowing that Wade lives in a van down by the river. Mm. Wade tries to warn Aunt 80s fashion, but is too late, and when he returns to his van, a creepy guy who looks like he owns several panel vans wants to know if his rag smells like ether. It turns out creepy guy is a friend of Artemis, Samantha in real life, and she had Wade kidnapped and brought to her rebel base. There they figure out the riddle to the second key, a nightmare tour of the Overlook Hotel from The Shining. Artemis dances with a few zombies and finally asks Halliday's first crush to dance, which earns her the Jade Key. Soon after, Ioi raids her secret rebel base that's not really a secret if they found it so easily and lock her up in debtor's prison. Wade escapes and meets up with H. Dado and show in real life, and it turns out H. lives in a van, too. They hatch a plan to rescue Artemis, which involves hacking the planet, and also giving Artemis instructions on how to open her own door with the lever that's inside her cell. Very secure. Anyway, Artemis jacks into the Matrix from the inside to help Parsifal get to Planet Doom, which is a dumb name, and is also where the third key is hiding. But I oh I have put up an impenetrable shield around the castle, where a single Atari 2600 is hooked up, presumably because they don't want to share. They are trying every game in the library to see which one unlocks the key, Meanwhile Parsifal has called on all the citizens of the Oasis to come help him crack through the shield, somehow forgetting it's impenetrable. Fortunately Artemis is on the inside, and she speaks the magic words to drop the shield, and all of the Oasis comes pouring in. Sorrento, having a few nostalgia tricks up his own sleeve, pulls out Mechagodzilla and tries to stop the flood from pouring in. But Dato sacrifices himself as a diversion, and H Iron Giants Artemis up far enough for her to throw a grenade in the cockpit to destroy the metal kaiju. They make it inside the castle, but Sorrento pulls out the fuck you bomb, and decides if he can't have the egg, then nobody can, and destroys everyone on the planet. However, Parsifal has the deus ex quarter that gives him an extra life. He sidles up to the Atari, cracks out adventure, and proceeds to the easter egg in the game to gain the third key. With all three keys, he opens up the gate to the egg, where Halliday puts him through one final loyalty test and then hands over the oasis to him in what has got to be the creepiest setting in the movie, an attic where a child looks like he's being kept against his will. Sorrento gets nabbed by the cops who suddenly show up, Wade shares his untold billions with his friends, and Roll Scotty was Jeeves all along, credits. All right, Ready Player One. This is a nostalgia trip based on the book that was even more of a nostalgia trip with uh, tons of pop culture references, mostly from the 80s, but there were a few from the 70s and 90s as well. Um, so quick show of hands, uh, who here has actually read the book? 
You know, this is a podcast, right? You can't really see if we're holding our hands up. It's a it's a figure of speech. Well, I know that, but Slappy doesn't. That's fine. I didn't raise my hand because I haven't read this book. That's yeah, because you can't <laughs> read. Yeah, I've read this book. Did you and did you watch the movie before you read the book or read the book first? I read the book first. So in a former life, we were part of another place that did some things, and I was actually on a guest on that on a podcast about the book. Uh, and fun fact, I had 24 hours before I was going to be on said podcast. Like it was just kind of sprung on me. Hey, want to be a guest? I was like, oh, yeah, cool for sure. I read the book in eight hours. Holy shit. Yeah. It took yeah. me a little longer than eight hours to read it, but Damn. yeah. Yeah. I, I enjoyed, I, like if we're going to compare uh, the books to movies, which I hate to do because typically books are always better than the movies. And I always, I, it's like probably 98% of the time. Uh, yeah. I like the book better. And I, I, so I read the book first, then the movie came out. I watched the movie. I enjoy this movie. I think this movie's good. I think it's okay. I think it does, uh, it, it elicits the same feeling and nostalgia trips and all that stuff that the book did. Just the book did it in greater detail and had more time uh, to kind of flesh things out than a, a two hour movie. Yeah. Yeah. It had a whole eight hours, apparently. <laughs> I'm a fast reader. I can read and comprehend Rob and not just look at pictures and go, I don't know what this means. Wow. <laughs> look at you. All right. Fancy. That's why your mom digs my penis. What the hell? Yeah, I don't know. Um, so I actually watched the movie before I read the book and um, it was, it was interesting reading the book after the movie because I was expecting the the book to have a lot of the same notes as what the movie did and on a very very high level it does but the way they tell the story in the movie is almost totally different from the way they tell the story in the book how so well so the there was a lot more mystery and intrigue in the book than there was in the movie. So they, they didn't know there wasn't first, there wasn't a big race and, and spoilers for anybody who hasn't right. read the book yet. Uh, we're about to, to go into depth on, on this comparison. So first there wasn't a big race to get the first key. The first key was actually held in, um, in a dungeon based off of, uh, dungeons and dragons, yeah. Yeah, uh, dungeons like and a, dragons module. So, right. It was like a cave, right? Yeah. It was, Where, um, it, tomb of, uh, Tomb of Horrors or something like that. I can't remember the exact to, module. Yeah, and he had a he had to play a video game against like a skeleton. Yeah, against the against the Lich King. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, so uh, he, and it was yeah, it was like, Joust. The video game was Joust, and um, he figured out he that if he was on the left side or if he was on one side, he would have a slight advantage. Right, but like that's the thing. You can't to flesh that out would take forever in a movie. I don't think it would. I don't think it would take that much longer because a movie is very visual. And so a lot of the stuff that you read in a book is describing the scene, right? But in a movie, you don't have to describe the scene. You can just show it. And and that's one of the criticisms that I have with this movie is they did a lot of telling and not a lot of showing. I mean, they did a lot of explaining. It was like they were catering specifically to an audience like Rob where they had to explain <laughs> a lot of shit so that they can make sure that they didn't miss anything. 
Well, let's have, let's let's well, ask some ask of us the weren't some of us weren't born when some of these games came out. Did you know? did you did you enjoy having these things kind of explained to you, Rob, so that you knew what was going on? I didn't need things explained to me. I don't I, believe you. I, I was pretty <laughs> I was pretty well versed. The honestly, the only thing that uh, I the only big reference that I didn't really get was the Atari twenty six hundred. I never. I, I never had an Atari. I never played those games. Seriously? So, what? I never had an Atari. I did. I, a buddy of mine had an Atari. And you never went I over never, to his house and played? Not not Adventure. Um, I don't remember what we played. I don't probably, think you have to be overly missile, familiar with the missile games command to understand. Okay, wait, wait, wait. You played the E.T. game? Look, look, I was young. I didn't know any better. Like literally the worst game ever mass produced. Again, I was young. I didn't know any better. Well, not only that, but they only sold like so very few of them and then threw the rest in a landfill. So if he's got an original ET game, I mean, that's, that's worth a ton of fucking money. Do you have an original ET game? I don't have an Atari. I didn't have it. I don't, I also don't believe that he had a friend. I mean, if we're being completely honest, <laughs> from what his mom has told his, me, he was not his, a very well-liked his child. His name was Billy Joe. Um, Are you looking at names? your poster of Billy Joel? <laughs> yeah, no, is. no. His name is Billy Joe. Um, he lived in a van down by the river, <laughs> yeah, and he yeah. always promised me cookies when I came over. Yeah. All right. Well, this is starting to make a little more sense now. Did they call him the Piano Man? No, okay. no, okay. but he liked to play this game called hide the salami. Oh, it, Jesus. There was never food involved. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. Moving on. Moving on. No. Um, so, I mean, yeah, just, just the way that they got the keys, uh, the, the entire ecosystem of the Oasis, uh, Wade's origins. I mean, everything was, there were, there were highlights of the book in the movie. Um, and they they had several nods to the book and the movie, but it's almost like it's a separate story. All right. Well, let, let me, like, if we break this down, if I remember correctly, the time between in the book, and again, this was a couple of years ago when I last read it, the time between finding each key was quite a bit. Yeah, it was like a, I want to say it was like a year between the first and the second keys. Right. And part of that and, uh, was because he was partying a lot in between that right. time. Right. And so they kind of truncated that down into the whole party like, scene. It looked where, like it was like four days. This whole thing spanned over the course right. of like four days, maybe. Where yeah. he was yeah. trying to get his, he was more interested in getting his dick wet than like taking down uh, IOI. Which was actually pretty, uh, pretty close to the book. Right. So again, high level, it matches with the book. The details are certainly not the same and it's certainly shrunk down to fit into a two hour movie. And even when I looked at the runtime at two hours and 20 minutes, I'm like, fuck, like I've seen this movie before, but I didn't remember it being that long. And I'm like two hours, 20 minutes. I got shit. I'd rather be doing. Yeah. But it doesn't really feel like two hours and 20 minutes until towards the end of the movie. The end oh of the movie God, starts to just, drag. Oh, it dragged so fucking long. Jesus when, Christ. Uh, when, he, when he meets Artemis, 
that's when it starts slowing down quite a bit to me. Like, uh, like in real life, sorry. When he meets Sam in real okay, life. I was about to say, because it, he met sorry. Artemis in like the first 10 sorry. minutes of the movie. So I, I, I left, <laughs> I left out uh, IRL. Sorry. When, Which, he met, in the book. when he meets Artemis IRL, it slows, it, it does. It slows down to me. Yeah. But in the book, if I remember right, he didn't meet Artemis right away. No. In like, fact, like uh, even in the game, in the Oasis, he didn't meet her right away. It, it, it took a while. Yeah, in in the Oasis, I want to say it was like in the first quarter of the book. I mean, it was 25% into the book before he actually met Artemis. But he was, yeah. I mean, he knew of Artemis. She she had right. a popular blog talking about uh, the hunt for the egg, and uh, he was a huge fanboy of hers. So. And if I remember right, uh, the two, uh, uh, in, I, I, I don't, like, I'm not trying to be racist here. They're, they're Asian kids the two asian kids didn't they were they were japanese or japanese right so they weren't they weren't uh they never met in real life in the book did they um like, I'm trying i don't to think remember. they met and didn't they didn't meet didn't face w- to face but they knew who each other was if i'm remembering was, correctly right yeah. and, and it wasn't like they were like super close either uh and what didn't one of them die yes so yeah. ioi actually threw one of them off of their balcony yeah yeah. Oh, yeah. It's dark. Like, yeah. Well, so the book is a lot darker than this. Yeah. Um, there were, there were a few deaths. So does, um, does the book explain why, uh, why the two guys separated in, uh, from Gagarius games or. Yes. Whatever. Yeah. Gregarious it it, it goes into that. Um, so basically it wasn't holiday that, that, pushed Oz out. Uh, it was right. Am I remember I that correctly? In the I book? don't remember. Was it, it was over a woman. I thought, wasn't it? Well, yeah, it wasn't. Well, I yeah, I, I don't, remember. I don't remember those, <laughs> those exact it, details. Maybe it was, it wasn't, I think it, was, it wasn't the main point of the book. Like, and it wasn't what the main point of the story. Like that was just like that were that was a detail in the overarching story well, it, of it was a part of the book because uh, some well, of the I, clues related directly to Halliday and his yeah, crush they on the Oz's same, wife. Right, but they weren't clues. Like I don't know how to like the clues in the movie. Right, were were a big deal because the clues in the movie moved the story along. The story was moving along. The, the the story was moving along in the book, and the clues were just part of the details. It wasn't like the clues were moving the story along. If that makes any sense. If I'm, are you are you trying to are you picking up what I'm laying down here? Yeah. Okay. Like it was so like those kind of details. I don't I don't remember because it wasn't a big deal. But I think it was. It was. Didn't the one find out that the the other had the crush on the wife, and he was just like, "This is I can't do this anymore." Like, well, so his, yeah, I think remember. I think eventually Oz found out that that Halliday had a crush on her, and that he just never gotten the nerve up to uh, to ask her out. Um, but I think it was Halliday that stepped away from the Oasis because he couldn't deal with you know he he couldn't deal with the unrequited love that he had for for Oz's wife, so he stepped back. Yeah. And I think it was after she died that he. He stepped back or they had a, 
they supposedly had a falling out. They didn't really have a falling out. It's just Halliday wanted to 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 step back and and do his own thing, and that comes in later in Ready Player Two. But um, have you read that? I've started it. Yeah, is it good? Um, uh, only three or four chapters in, but I thought you were going to say three or four pages. <laughs> no, it's, I'm only three or four chapters in, and uh, it's it's okay. I don't think it's quite as good as the first book yet, but. Yeah, see, I think I, I'm hoping there won't be a sequel. Oh, they've already got a they've already got yeah, a sequel movie. Yeah, in, in see, the here's, yeah here's they're a, they're in the yeah they're in nostalgia the gets old quick. At least for me, like I get very tired of nostalgia pretty quickly. Uh, and this movie is full of nostalgia, and I think two hours twenty minutes was I was at my max. I was just like, okay, I've seen every reference I want to see. I've, I I don't care anymore. Like it was fun to take a little. A little stroll down memory lane uh, for those of us that were alive for some of this stuff, but I was just like, I'm I, like, I want to look at my phone because it does more than what all these games do that they're playing. <laughs> I just didn't. I was just tired of it. I was just absolutely tired of it. And uh, uh, I rock like they. There was a big. The book made a big deal out of this thing with I rock. Like it was, if I remember right, it was like this big rivalry that Parzival had with him. And like, well, it yeah, was, but I mean, I rock was an idiot in the book and in, well, the, he was in, an the, idiot in the movie too. Well, but he was more of an idiot in the book and really the, the rivalry between I rock and, and Wade was resolved in like the first third of the book. And he yeah. really never even saw I rock again after that. Right. Because, and that was, a lot of things uh, that I remembered from the book that I thought were in the movie, because it's been a while since I've read or seen the movie, uh, the, read the book or seen the movie. Like, I, th- I, I remembered the big hangout at H's place, right? Like, that's yeah, where we went to hang out, the basement, and they would go in and they'd, they'd, they'd talk trivia. That was, like, barely fucking touched on. I know. They showed it, like, what, twice? Yeah. It may have had, like, five minutes of film time total. It's just silly. It was just like, that was, that's the, like, that's a big part of the book and there's nothing there. And it was just like, uh, you know, and then they, they come together in the book, right? They all become kind of friends. Right. And then this thing happens like, uh, it wasn't, I don't know, quarter way in the book, halfway in the book, whatever. And then like, they all just kind of go their separate ways. Yeah. They, they all kind of have a, a falling out. Well, I mean, it, it really wasn't even a falling out. It was H and Wade. Um, kind of just drifted apart after he got a girlfriend and was spending most of his time with her. And then she and Wade broke up because she realized that they were uh, fucking around too much and wasting time trying to find the other two keys because, I mean, they, they weren't working on on finding the keys at all. They were just partying a lot and, and playing around in the Oasis with cyber each other. Fucking. Yeah, yeah, cyber fucking. Um. And he wanted to, he wanted to see her in real life and she didn't want to. And so they had a big blow up over that. And they didn't really get in good with Daito and show until later in the book, because Daito and show, even though they kind of helped them out, everybody was an independent operator. They, they weren't, they weren't a group looking for the key. They were all looking for the keys individually and just decided not to get in each other's way because they were like the first four people to to actually get the first key. And so they right. they had this grudging respect and they all wanted to beat IOI to the keys and but they weren't actively helping each other out. Right. And that brings me 
to my next point about this movie and how it is, and, and the book for that matter, which is absolute just fiction. Fiction. This this kind of shit will never happen, and I'll tell you why. From experience, I can tell you with 100% confidence that gamers are assholes. <laughs> yeah. They will never, they will never work together to take down the evil corporation. Because if they could, EA would have been fucking toast a long fucking time ago. Oh, so it yeah. doesn't matter. It doesn't matter well, how evil the corporation is. It doesn't matter how money hungry the corporation is. It doesn't matter how anti-capitalism you are, how anti-fascist. It doesn't fucking matter. If you're a gamer, you just do not get along with other gamers because you understand that they're all fucking assholes. And that includes the groups that work together in clans or guilds or whatever you want to call it, raid teams. Uh, they can't even get along in their raids. So, Leroy Jenkins, that motherfuckers. You do, you do realize Jason and I met over a game, right? Yeah, one hundred percent. Like, <laughs> you two are the exception to the rule. Oh, like, there are pockets oh, of say, people. So, Jesus, Rob, so we're assholes, saying. Jason. That's what he said. No, I am yeah. an asshole. So. Yeah, you are both assholes, one hundred percent, without a doubt. I am an asshole. Like oh. the the three of us, we we are we are assholes. And be an asshole we have the added bonus of being podcasters and every fucking podcaster is a fucking asshole. That I can fucking absolutely guarantee you as much as I can guarantee you every gamer is an asshole. So we have double assholeism. But Look, really, you want to be a dick because you really yeah. do, like, dicks Logan. fuck both pussies and assholes. Uh, 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 yeah, yep, yep. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's, you don't want to be a pussy because that's too close to the asshole. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Rob, shut up. America. <laughs> fuck Yeah. Uh, yeah. So anyway, um, like it just would never happen. Like even in raid teams and groups, there's always a division. And I think that's what he was going for. Uh, Ernie Klein going, he was going for that, like trying to capture that with gamers more than, than anything else in the book. It was like, how do, how, how do online relationships kind of work? And what is this new thing we're going into while doing it all while looking back at nostalgia and all of the, the pop culture that got us to where we're at. Uh, and while IOI in the book was evil, it wasn't like, <laughs> I felt like the movie just clubbed that into your fucking head. Oh yeah. They, I, they definitely caricatured IOI from the book oh, in the and movie. I hate that shit. I hate it. Cause it's just, we're going to make a corporation evil for the sake of making them evil. And then we're going to make them over the top evil. So you understand that corporation bad. Like, it's like, just shut the fuck up, man. Like, we get it. Like, we get it, Hollywood. I don't need you to shove that shit down my throat. Like, I, I, you think all corporations are bad, go fuck off. If you think corporations are bad, I, I invite you not to take the vaccine. <laughs> okay, that's... I mean, I'm just saying, corporations made the vaccine, the COVID vaccine. So corporations are, like, just because you're a mega corporation doesn't make you bad. It's just, that is a generalism that is stereotyping. Uh, I'd like to cancel people who who say that, but I don't believe in canceling people, so I won't. I, I that this is a whole different conversation for another fucking time. I'm not going to get into <laughs> to corporate moralism, and yeah, not going to do it. It's just 
the 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 IOI in the movie was was definitely a, a, a more shallow caricature of IOI in the book. Although the IOI in the book, I mean, their their entire goal for getting the Easter egg was exactly what it was in the in the movie, and that was to uh, basically market, it. yeah, monetize yeah. the fucking Oasis to its maximum potential. Well, I don't know why they just didn't call it EA. I, uh, I, it would have been apropos EA or Activision. Activision, yeah, yeah. Bethesda I mean, it was Oasis, point. which is close to Origin. Both O's. That's no. Like, they didn't EA. own the Oasis. That was the whole point of them trying to get the keys. Is they wanted to own the Oasis, right? Yeah, e- yeah. So it wasn't Origin, which is p- part of EA. That doesn't mm-hmm. even make sense. Whatever. What do you mean, whatever? Moving on. Oh my god! <laughs> so the, the graphics. This this film came out in 2018, and the graphics are great in some aspects, and they look it, like crap in others. Yeah, it bounces back and forth. I noticed. So there were sometimes to me there were sometimes like Artemis and and uh, uh, Parsival would look good, you know, and then. In other scenes, it's like, oh wow, they're really bad CGI right now. Yeah, I mean, it, it was you know, so inconsistent is, throughout the movie. Yeah, and they're they're the hero characters, you know. So really? you would have thought at they yeah. would have at least, you know, All right. kept so, those up to date. And that might be, and that might be the case. One hundred percent might be the case. But I'm going to tell you, as an average moviegoer, uh, as someone who was watching the movie, not because I wanted to, but because T Flu was like, watch this fucking movie. Thank you to flu. It's, <sighs> I didn't catch that because I wasn't trying to critique it. I thought that for the most part, the most part. Is this part, the first time you've been on our show? We have to critique it. I critique other shit. I don't, I don't go for the low hanging fruit like you do, Rob. I, I was, I was for the most part, I was impressed with the, with, with the special effects. I thought for the most part, they were pretty good. Uh, and I wasn't really trying to look that hard to go, oh, well, it looks better here than it does there. And this scene is this and that. I it didn't, that's not, I was just like, all right, cool. Some of it's pretty and some of it's okay. Like whatever. It, well, I mean, none I, of it made me go, oh God, it looks like fucking Rob was doing doodles again. Like none of it made me do that. So I didn't care. I wasn't actively looking for it either. It just, it stood, it stood out. It stuck out like a sore thumb at, I don't at, think at those times where I saw that. Oh, come on. You can't tell me that because the target audience for this is people who play games and want nostalgia. So it's it's our age group and maybe a little younger. I don't want who are gamers. I I don't want nostalgia anymore. And I very rarely play games. I said our demographic, not necessarily you specifically. Uh, They were. I like to think that the universe revolves specifically around me, Jason. (laughs) no it it was it it was it took me out of the moment sometimes whenever that happened it didn't get that far for me but yeah me either i mean i noticed it from time to time yeah and i was just like eh, whatever like where did you watch it in my in your in your library yeah. No, living no, yeah. no, no. What I meant was in my watching library, I watched it on HBO max. Oh, so, I watched it through my, my media server. Yeah. Through your media server. Right. Rob, how did you watch it? 
Same media server. Right. So I'm the only asshole My own. that was streaming it. You are the only asshole. Right. But I have HBO Max, so I didn't give a shit. Uh, and it was like, eh. I fig- I chalked it up to, uh, you know, uh, corn net. Well, and that may be. So so yeah. anytime the CGI or the graphics are bad, <laughs> ah, it's just my corn net. Yeah, just corn yeah. net. And I brush it away and I don't give it a second thought. Yeah. Just, Fucking like, wind's blowing through the corn today, so. Yeah, right, Damn look. It. I don't I hate it when if that I south watch, wind like, comes in. Right. If I'm watching Godzilla or King Kong or some shit like that and it looks like a hand puppet, yeah, then I have a problem. But if I'm watching this and it looks okay, it looks good, I, I don't, I think I'm just not that guy that gives a shit. I'm more concerned with story, plot. Is the lead actress hot? Are, are the supporting <laughs> actresses hot? Uh, you know, can I relate to the main character? Like, do I have time to fap right now? Like, those are the kinds of things that I think about while watching a movie. So I got a question for Rob. It seems Holiday's biggest fear was kissing a girl. And it seems like that would be mm-hmm. something that you would greatly relate to. <laughs> why is that? <laughs> yes, Rob, have you ever kissed a girl? I, I have no problem kissing your wife every night. Oh, good one. Good one. That's that's so original since I fuck your mom all the time. Like that's I'm like, not talking about your wife. I'm talking about Jason's wife. <laughs> I don't know. Well, that's a, that, that took a turn. <laughs> I'll let her know. <laughs> yeah. Tell her I said hi. I will. It's just weird. One of the biggest separations between the, the book and the movie was who went to IOI debtor's prison. So in the book, yeah. it was Wade. Yep. Uh, in the movie, it was Artemis. Um, I think they, I think they did a real disservice in the movie portraying that because in the book, it was somewhat kind of far fetched, but I mean, because everything that he had planned out had to go perfectly. Otherwise he would have been fucked. And he knew that. And he actually kind of, uh, he, he talked about that. And um, knew the risk that, you know, any any kind of fuck up while he was trying to, to get out of debtor's prison uh, would would end up blowing it up, blowing up in his face and everything would be lost. But that was that was kind of what amped up the tension during that scene in the book with the Artemis thing. It was just kind of it was unplanned, first off. And then second, the whole way she got out of her fucking cell was a lever inside her cell that was uh, now, behind now, the panel. That's the emergency release in case of a fire. Break okay. glass. So for those of you who, who listen to the show, you might be surprised at the direction I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take this. Uh, she was very uh, damsel in distress. And uh, she was reliant upon uh, Wade to get out of her cell. Wade essentially had to save her. Which is a total departure from the fucking book. Complete departure from the book. And I am surprised that, because this movie's not that old. It's what, two years old? Three, three. years old? Yeah. Uh, it, it, I, I am surprised that even three years ago, like we would be seeing this type of misogynistic, patriarchal, uh, uh, just uh, bullshit. From well, don't worry. The movie's going to get canceled next week. It's, I would, yeah, well, I'm it's just on waiting the list. For it. You know, I'm they got to go down it. their list. Because this movie, she should have been the badass and she should have won all the challenges and it should have, she should have been smarter. 
uh, and more agile and more more strong, uh, both well, emotionally so she and was, physically. She was a Wendy. badass for the most part yeah, inside, she was the, until game. She inside wasn't, the game. Until they made her, and that's just it. The character mm-hmm. for me in this movie doesn't work because on one hand, she's this big badass, like, I don't give a fuck. Like, she saves Wade, right? Like, she sends her guys out to save Wade. And then it's like this complete reversal for the last half of the movie where she's the one who's in, who's in trouble and that, you know, Wade's got to save her. Like it, is, it was such a dichotomy. And I'm just like, it doesn't mean like, what the fuck ever. I, like, that's when I was like, I'm going to stop thinking about that. Cause that's like, then I'll just start going off on how corporations aren't bad. And Jason will be like, that's another show. And I'll be like, fuck, I pissed Jason off. And then I'll, then I'll think about, like, I don't care if I did like, I, what the fuck ever. So I don't, I don't want to do that again. I don't want to not care that Jason got pissed off because I started down a political rant. Uh, so yeah, we'll just stop there. But I was just like, it's such a dichotomy. Like I was just like, whatever. Yeah. I, I just, it was, it was totally out of character. And I think the, I think it was ham fisted the way that they did the entire debtor prisons part. I, it, I, it, it, it was it didn't very make afterthought. Sense. It was a very, very much afterthought. So, I mean, why would you have debtors prison in the same building as your corporation? Well, they did that in the book. <laughs> yeah. They, they actually did, did that in the book. book. That's just, yeah, it was kind of silly. Dumb. I mean, it was, it was a, it was Iowa's corporate headquarters in Columbus, which I understand why the movie did this, but um, like the first half of the book took place. Wade lived in Oklahoma city. That's, that's did, where the stacks were. Yeah. He actually moved to Columbus after they blew up his in the huh? movie. Did bankruptcy not exist in the movie? No, like you, there, just, you just you just uh, scrape prison? coins. You just scrape coins off of right. uh, dead people it, in the race. You're go- basically you're essentially gold farming. Like that's what you're doing if you're IOI. You you are the gold farmers. Yeah, I mean that that was the, the it, that was part of it in the book too. Was was Wade got himself thrown into debtor's prison so that he had inside access to IOI servers. No, right. It was all planned out. It was well thought out in the book. Uh, in 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 the movie, it was not. What what I'm saying is, is in the movie, like there's all these people in debtors' prison that become gold farmers. Why is there a debtors? Like, why is there a debtors' prison? Like, why did they bring that back? Like, I'm guessing that uh, they did some kind of legislation that allowed corporations to indenture. People corporation. No, I, you're right. Corporations evil. I forgot. I forgot. Yes. Corporations evil. You're yeah. right. Yeah, See, you keep forgetting that. I do. You're going to have to go back to indoctrination camp. I I would rather not unless Rob's mom's going to be there. Is she going to be there? No. She might. I'll go. She's there. No, she, I haven't seen her in a minute. That's, that's 2046. 2046. Isn't that when this takes yeah. place? 2046. Yeah. 2045. Yeah. 2045. Yeah. Something like that. But no, that's sad. That's a sad thought, Rob. Why would you think about that? Why would you say that out loud? Because <laughs> the truth. One more thing before we move on. Who in their right mind thought it would be a great idea to have a full body haptic suit? Uh, those, me. <laughs> well, you know, you can get just about anything inside the, inside oasis. the oasis. And when that's I right. say anything... I mean anything. Look, if I could watch a movie, well, I with will a full tell you body about, suit. Yes. Yeah, and I will tell you about one of those worlds. They call it Pleasure World. Um, no, I I, I get it's that, fun. but 
Who goes into okay. combat with a full body haptic suit? In the um, book, they turn they turn the pain down. Like you can set the pain levels. True. Maybe. Right. But apparently just, you can't do that in the movie because the dude gets kicked in the nuts and he I thought it was he gets funny that it was in a the nuts piece. in real life. Yeah. Yeah, I, th- yeah, I yeah, thought it was. It was funny. just it was a, a cod, cod piece. piece, too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it'd be one thing if it was a full body suit like what the the X one was. You know, it's like a wetsuit, but his were like, like what wrap on uh, pieces. Yeah, so he didn't have yeah. to take off his his business attire right. to crawl into but that the, suit. Right, but but it's it's funny that it's like, hey guys, don't forget my dick my dick sensor. I need that. Yeah, I think I would go without the cod piece. No, I wouldn't. No, I wouldn't. No, you I need the go. full experience. Yeah, I you never know experience. when. Hey, you never know when uh, you're going to have time for a quickie, virtual That's right. quickie. You don't know who you're going to run into in the Oasis. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I always want to be prepared. Always mm-hmm. want to be. You prepared. Might, you might roll up in your limo, see something you like, roll That's down right. that window, and say, "Hey, can I show you the White House?" You two need and to go to horny go, prison. Ah. <laughs> Doritos definitely got their fucking product placement in. This this movie was brought to you by Doritos. I like Doritos. I have no problem with Doritos. Why like a corp I forgot. I'm sorry. Corporation's bad. My bad. I, I forgot again. Well, not only that, but they were they were doing the retro Doritos bag in 2045. I want the retro Doritos bag. <laughs> I remember that fucking bag. You're such a fucking consumer. And <laughs> James, I got a question for you. Yes, sir. Is Ready Player One, this nostalgia trip full of pop culture references, more sci-fi than 11-22-63? No. No? No. <laughs> you want to explain that? Sure. Like, it's just a glimpse into our future. Like, we're, we're, already, we're already part of the way there with VR. Like, you can rail against VR on another show somewhere else jason but i'm telling you right now that vr is the future this is just the future we will eventually have full body haptic suits that will have cod pieces where i won't have to fap i can just go to pleasure world and be pleasured i I, this is the future they've already got first person to view uh fucking porn that you can watch and you i mean you don't have to fap but once the haptic suits come (laughs) pun intended it's just the future baby it's just the future uh, in eleven twenty two sixty three, there's a closet, and they went through it and went back in time. Time travel. Time travel is more sci- uh, sci-fi than uh, you know VR. So no, this movie is not more sci-fi than eleven twenty two sixty three. Okay, well that was unexpected. And apparently, we tra- time traveled today. It's just a glimpse according, into the future, according man. According to Stargate, we've. Uh, it's just a glimpse into the future. Rob, you got a haiku for us this week. Yeah. All right. So haiku. Yeah, I've got a haiku. Glad you asked, Jason. Thanks. Um, this one is titled. <laughs> I insert, aren't aware. <laughs> I aren't aware. This one is titled insert coin. So much nostalgia just dripping with pop culture. Ready player two. Oh, your English man is so good. Uh, well, there's a reason why I'm a little distracted right now, and and you guys will find that out after we finish recording. Um, Did you shit yourself? No, no. But you'll find out once we finish recording. 
my black lung goes to Doc Cottle. Uh, I didn't see any smoke any happening. Uh, James? Yeah, yeah, Doc Cottle's fine. <laughs> yeah, um, Doc Cottle, I get mine. I didn't see any, I didn't see any smoking in this movie. Um, unless you want to call, you know, the, the, the stacks, the stacks were smoking for a little while. Yeah. 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 Uh, James, who's got your head lush? Uh, Richard Dawson. Yeah. Yeah. Rob. Uh, times two Richard Dawson times two. Yeah. Same here. There wasn't any drinking or smoking. I guess this is a, well, I mean, it's very PG. It's very PG 13. <laughs> it's very PG 13. Although, uh, what's his face did say fucking once. So he got the his, one. He got that. you're allowed one. Yeah. Got that. I think you're that allowed one. one and I, I think, think you're, you're allowed. allowed I think you can do two yeah, fucks in a movie. And aren't you, aren't you allowed boobs once mm, without being R? Yeah, you are. I, but I think it has either, to be in a non-sexual or. situation. Right. Correct. Like, yeah. like the chick from, uh, you remember that movie, uh, Doc uh, Hollywood? Yeah. 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 Where she came out of the, like my parents rented it and they're like, it's PG 13. You can watch it. And then like she comes out of the lake and her boobs are just hanging out. And I'm like, this is amazing. And my mom's like, don't look I'm like, too late. So they're fantastic. <laughs> All right, um, Rob, who's got your player? Oh, my player. Um, my player is going to go to Wade for getting the girl in the end. All right, James. That seems a little on the nose. I'm going to give mine to H. Because she played everybody. They had no idea she was a smart, strong black woman from Detroit. I was going to give it to H originally for, uh, you know, getting it on with the tub lady. Or wanting to get it on with the tub lady. <laughs> yeah, then that's I was like, true. Eh, nah. Um, actually, mine's going to go to the tub lady for seducing yeah, H and then uh, turning into a zombie to kill her. Yeah. Apparently, apparently, the tub lady was getting it on with quite a few of the IOI uh, people. Well, she's just a seductress. Uh, yeah, the Sixers. Uh, oh, she was hot. Over. Yeah. She, she was, was hot, until she, hot until, she she was hot until she wasn't. Yeah. Well, that's usually how hotness works, especially <laughs> you're right, you're after hot. several uh, uh, drinks of uh, uh, alcohol. Yeah. So what you're saying is basically we just saw time speed up. Yeah, it was a before and after shot from one of yeah, yeah, yeah. James's yeah. benders. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Gotcha. All right. Rob, who's got your purple hippo? Uh, giving it to H uh, for getting a crash, cor- crash course in uh, The Shining. <laughs> James? <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, that's actually pretty good. I'll, I'll, I'll go with that. I was going to give it. Uh, to uh, whatever his fucking name was in um, uh, Rogue One, I don't remember his name. So <clears throat> I'll just give it. I'll give it to H for Wait, freaking out. Who was in Shining. Rogue One? Oh, I'm, oh, oh, Sorrento. That's right. He played the yeah. uh, he played the the Empire officer the, in Rogue One. That's yeah, right. Yeah. God, I yeah. totally fucking forgot about that. How do you ben forget Mendelsohn. about that? That's like where I know that dude from. I, I don't know, know him from, from anything else. I know him from The Outsider. What the fuck is that? It's a HBO series uh, based off of a Stephen King novel. Yeah, no thanks. <laughs> it's actually really good. I'm not a Stephen King guy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we can't be friends anymore. Well, well, 
you have to be friends first to not be friends. <laughs> I was going to say, well, I guess we're not taking that <laughs> next step then, huh? <laughs> um, so I guess my purple hippo, yeah, I don't know who I'm giving my purple hippo to. I mean, there wasn't hey, really let's go a, with H. All right, we'll go with H. Yay! H gets my purple hippo. Congratulations. H ladies. gets it all the way around. Yeah. I, there was really nothing else. Did you? Nobody else was like, there's nothing. Like, she just freaked out because, you know, she don't like scary movies. I'm sure Rob can relate. <laughs> I don't watch horror movies. Not because they're scary. I just, I don't find them interesting. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's the reason. I really don't. Um, sure. What, hey, whatever helps you sleep at night, buddy. Great. All right, so next week we are going to do host choice, and we'll start with James. James, what's your movie title this next week? Uh, the movie title uh, for this next week that we'll be watching is The One, The Only, The Incomparable, Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. Wait, which which one? The male one or the female one? I'm, I'm, I'm going to assume the original one. Yeah. Why, why would it be know. anything other than the original? James could be Why woke. would you not know? James could be woke. Is there anything I've said in the last hour that has made you think that I'm woke? Um, <laughs> Is there anything no. that I've said in the last two years no. that would make you think that I'm woke? All right. Um, so next week we are no. going to be discussing the movie where three former parapsychology professors set up shop as a unique ghost removal service directed by Ivan Reitman stars Bill Murray, Dan Aykroyd and Sigourney Weaver. It is 1984's Ghostbusters. Who are you gonna call? Not mm. James. Ghostbusters. Not James. No, we'll call Sigourney Weaver. She was hot. Not only she was so hot in this movie. Oh my god, so hot. So, so amazingly hot. So this was the my, time where she was also doing like uh Set that, that uh, movie with uh, Harrison Ford, that rom com with Harrison Ford too, right? Yeah, I don't remember that. Um, but this I do remember. Ghostbusters is a classic. It is, the, it, it can't ever be canceled. And if anybody ever tries to cancel it, I will kill them. <laughs> all right. That's all we've got for this week. Our intro and outro music is Welcome Home by Cambo. Podcrawl music is some, Snack uh, Mix by Machette. If you like the show, please rate and review us on iTunes. You can leave us feedback on our Discord channel at smokinganddrinkinginspace.com forward slash Discord. On Twitter at status underscore podcast, or you can leave us feedback. God damn it. You didn't have to say anything. I know. He Shit. Totally fucked up he, on his own. He screwed Or you up can himself. email us at smokinganddrinkinginspace.look.com. If you'd like to throw a few nickels our way, you can become a Patreon we're supporter by going to smokinganddrinkinginspace.com forward slash Patreon. And make sure to visit Creative Brain Candy for more great shows and other creative works at creativebraincandy.com. For this week, I'm Jason. The fuck? Uh, I'm just channeling my inner uh, Tejano. That's racist. That's just racist. You guys told me I had to say it, so I was going to wait till after we were done recording. No. You had to know what had me all messed up. Yeah, that's it. Mm -hmm. Uh, We'll talk to you next week.
Oh, I see what you're saying. I, yeah, I see what yeah. you're saying, Rob. You're dumb. Yeah, well, that no, that's what Stargate said, is that time traveling was happening today. I asked you, which, like, were you ready to time travel? I don't think oh, yeah, oh that that's me. right. I'm sorry. You don't even I, know. I, do you? I are you remember. aware of where you are most of the time, Rob? No, I really aren't aware. I really aren't aware? <laughs> I really aren't aware. <laughs> I'll tell you what. <laughs> Those English classes paying off big time for you, English Rob. My second language. 